Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Please be seated. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But I do want. So often, I find myself failing to live up to this scripture. There are many things that I want in this life, and I sometimes live as though having God in my heart and life and being in his heart and in his life somehow not enough. I find myself hungering and thirsting for other things to satisfy me rather than trusting in those words. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, Psalm 23 immediately follows Psalm 22. There's no getting anything past you. (laughs) Psalm 22 is the psalm of sorrow. A prophecy of the Lord's crucifixion. My God, my God, why hast thou abandoned me? But Psalm 23 is the psalm of resurrection and the psalm of new life. It is a foretelling of our life in Christ Jesus, crucified and raised. Psalm 22 is not the end of all the Psalms. Psalm 23 immediately follows. The first thing we hear is no longer, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But Lord, You and you alone are my desire. You and you alone are my comfort. You and you alone satisfy my soul. Just about once a week, I'll say to Christine, I'm thinking of writing a book. Welcome to the church family, Bobby. You're fitting in lovely. (laughs) One of the books that I say that I'm going to write and I never write, and Emily can also testify to this, is a book called Keys. That is, I think that there are about 12 passages in Scripture that really, if we follow just those 12 passages, our lives would not only be radically changed, but we would know true peace in this world as we walk the walk. One of the keys would be that verse, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Martin Luther, in his hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, speaks in the final verse 
that should I lose everything in this life, I have in one sense lost nothing because the Lord is mine and I am his. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. What God is saying is walk with me, trust in me, and no matter what befalls you in this life, know that you have everything. There's a prayer that I sometimes say at the end of our celebration of the Holy Eucharist. And some great, great church father made this prayer up. No, actually, I did. I'm just kidding. But the reason I say it is to communicate sometimes just what it is that we have received in our time here in the house of God. And it says, Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the gift of Thy love, for fellowship in Thy holy church, for the forgiveness and absolution of our sins, for the anointing and healing graces of thy Holy Spirit, for the proclamation of thy holy word, and for the sacrament of thy Son's body and blood. It's a reminder of just how much we have received. Even if the sermon stinks, even if the pews are uncomfortable, even if you have a little gas, no matter what you're going through, <laughs> Sarah laughed. <laughs> now I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Deacon Bob. No matter what we're going through, look what we have received in this, our short time together in the presence of our God in his house. Look at what we have received. And so that is what those words mean. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That no matter what befalls us, no matter what is taken from us, there are certain things that we can never lose. They can never be taken from us unless we give them away. I remember a time in my life when I felt as if my life as I knew it was over. Lord, what do I have left that my heart should rejoice? And then in prayer it came to me. You are my son by adoption and grace. And the love that I have for my own son from all eternity is the very love that I love you with. You are the apple of mine eye, and I hide you under the shadow of my wings. 
You are my adopted son, and all that is mine is yours, and nothing shall take that from you. You have salvation in my son Jesus. His blood was spilled for you, and nothing can take that away from you. For you he rose from the dead. He is now the final word in this world and in your life. And nothing can take that from you. I have given you my Holy Spirit and have placed him in your heart. And nothing can take that from you. You are a tabernacle of my Son, for his presence lives in you, and nothing and no one can take that from you. And I remember thinking, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In other words, if I were to lose truly everything in this life, in one sense, I have lost nothing. For I am his. The scriptures tell us, for I have called you by name, and you are mine. I remember when Sarah Michelle made her debut in this world, coming out of hiding after nine months, I was the first human being to lay my eyes on her. In fact, as soon as I saw her, I thought to myself, Wow, miracles still happen. Look how beautiful she is, and yet I'm her dad. <laughs> but the first words I spoke to her were these. Hi, Sarah Michelle. I'm your dad. And I tell her that one day, assuming that I go first, that... On that day when she is called home to be with the Lord, that with his permission, if I am allowed to go and greet her, that those will be my first words to her when I welcome her home into our Father's house. But whenever I think about that, I think about each of us. Our God and Father calling us by name. And his heart filling up with a love that the love I have for my little girls can't even compare to, and calling us by name and saying, I am your father. That can never be taken from us, no matter what befalls us. God has called us by name and we are his. He is the good shepherd who has come to lay down his life for his sheep. 
so that we may live in him. Should I become terminally ill tomorrow, does that change anything in my relationship with God? Does that change my eternity? Does that change that I am his son? Does that change that his heart rejoices in me? Should I die tomorrow and lose my life in this world? Have I lost anything? Or is it just one more day in eternal life? Should I lose my wife? Although Raytheon really does have very good life insurance. So there's... Um, <laughs> Should I lose my wife? That's it. Should I lose anything that's so dear to me in this life? The Lord is still my shepherd. I am his and he is mine. He lives in me and I in him. About nine and a half years ago, I started a journey that took my family from Peoria in Illinois to Marlboro, Massachusetts. And we met in a little house. And there were about 20 people in that church. And I remember the sadness that filled me the day we left that little house. I cried over that little house twice. The first time I saw it, When I said, really, God? (laughs) And the day we left it. Remembering, singing in my heart, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. But our good shepherd went before us and we followed the cross from that little house into here. We sang a final hymn, and I gave the final blessing. And the sacrament was placed in the tabernacle where the presence of Christ has been for the past almost seven years. Today, at the end of Mass, I won't be downstairs to greet you at the door. Because I will, during the final hymn, remove the sacrament where it has been for the past almost seven years. And I will bring it to a safe place to be brought to our new church. But the Lord goes before us. And so I'm asking this day that we have announcements 
right before the final blessing. And then I will give the final blessing, and then during the hymn, I will remove the sacrament, and I'm asking that the cross just hold back for a moment so that I can go first carrying the sacrament of our Lord. As a reminder to all of us, as we leave this place, this house of God, that the Lord indeed goes before us. And just as we have had many trials these past almost seven years, so we will have some in our new church home. And just as we've had many blessings in these past seven years, not that trials are not blessings, sometimes they are, we will have many more. And just as we've seen miracles in the past seven years, so we shall see many more. And just as this church family has grown in the past seven years, ten years, so it will continue to grow. Because the Lord is our shepherd. And there are so many out there who need him to shepherd them. He is not giving us a new home so that we can hide away, but that we may be a light on a hill, a light that shines in the darkness to be the presence of God in the midst of his people to proclaim to them the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. And the same shepherd who has brought us thus far shall continue to lead us this day and forevermore. Let us trust in the Lord. Pray with me and aloud, if you will. Father, I love thee. Father, I love thee. Help me to love thee more. Father, I believe in Thee. Help me to believe more. Father, I trust Thee. Help me to trust even more. For the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah.